Banana hammock. To another Gonzo edition of the Finger Guns podcast. <laughs> this time, we're on the ground, the TTX. I'm Sean. Uh, you may know me from other podcasts, and we've also got Greg. Hi. Who Hi, Greg. you will also know from other Finger Guns podcasts. Oh my God. I know. We've we've gone up market last time. Last time we did um, EGX podcast, we were in the most grotty room ever, with like mouldy. The Kevin Stanley was it called? King Stanley, yeah, yeah, the old old pub converted to a shitty Airbnb thing. And I suppose with London, if you pay cheap, you get cheap and ill. Yeah, we're in a we're in a Marriott now. So both of our voices are clear. Yeah, not, I, haven't, I haven't got the plague. Not compromised by black mold on any of My t-shirts aren't damp this time. Yeah. So. And we are right fucking next door to the XL. Yeah, we could piss onto the queue for for. Well, I was going to say we're a stone's throw, but yeah, we could do that too. We are I'm, five floors up. I, I'm, I'm a northerner. We don't throw stones, we just piss on We don't on throw stones, we piss on people. <laughs> we can't open the windows though, can we? No. Is the word we're going to fall out of them or something. Yeah, it's a very weird hotel. It's posh, um, but weird. Yeah, it's, it's one of those hipster ones where everything's super cool, but also not entirely practical. Yeah. Like our see-through shower wall. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> we're in a we're in a twin room, and the, the the bathroom is sort of behind us, but it's got a fogged window, which I suppose is fine if you're a couple. But Sean and I aren't, so I didn't think it would occur that we'd end up seeing everyone like each other's asses against a steamy window. Uh, yes, big positive for this trip for me. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably not when he was video calling his parents earlier. Though. Yeah. Um, so day one of EGX. Let's first get your impressions of. How this show is? Well, you make it sound like I'm going to put a negative on it, but it's um, it's it's definitely been scaled down because of COVID and that, and like the big three aren't here. There's no Sony, there's no Microsoft, there's no Nintendo, and it really shows. Um, but there's there's no like peripheral stuff. Like there's no Devolver. There's no like Insert Coin. Who do a lot of good clothing stuff. Um, yeah, what else isn't there? Um, most, well, it's no Ubisoft. I know Ubisoft, yeah. No, no, no big publishers, yeah. No, uh, well, there's never really any Capcom is there, but there's no... I mean, normally they have a little bit, don't they? Yeah, they had Monster the last time, didn't they? Yeah. Um, yeah, there's really not a lot. It's, it's, it feels like they've put Rezzed into the XL. Yeah. It's but instead of using half the hall space, they've got the whole hall, but everything's spread out. I suppose... They're spreading out for COVID, but even so, somebody you just walk in and it's like, wow. Yeah. There's there's a, there's a couple of viral tweets going around that are, are basically little videos of the EGX show floor, and there's a lot of like negativity around the fact that it doesn't look as busy this year. Someone, one of the developers, said earlier that they was at fifty percent capacity, and that was what they were expecting pretty much the entire event. Fifty percent. Oh, what fifty percent daily of the normal. Yeah, so what they could fit in, it, they are going to be at about 50%. Yeah, I mean, they might move some stuff up tonight. 
So when we go tomorrow, they might push it up a little bit to make it look... Yeah. They might do, they might not. I mean, it sounds like we're being negative, because we're getting the negatives out of the way first, but after we walked in, and we spent 10 minutes going, wow, this is a... This is a and then you just think, fuck it, it's actually... Like, we're here for video games, and there are an abundance of them. Yeah. And I'll be honest with you, it's, it's one of those things that I thought I wouldn't miss them, but being here, you realise how much I fucking missed gaming events. Mm. Like, just going sitting down and playing a game I've never heard of and being really impressed by, by it, it's, it's one of those things that you can't do on, you know, at, at Steam, Steam, on Steam's festivals or whatever. Yeah, and digital uh, conferences and stuff are good for people that don't want to go out, and I, I totally respect that, but as I'm late to getting on to press things, so this is all still like my third press event, it's just, it, when you get here, it's just like, it's nice to mingle and chat and stuff and be treated like not with respect like the commoners don't you know what I mean like just just yeah. ex- accepted yeah. and we've met new people from other sites and stuff in chatting and it's always that community again which you wouldn't get on a digital event we've met some other sites and some other people that have that do other stuff like podcasts and some other sites and that and it's just nice to what's the word um, network network that's the word mingle <laughs> it's nice Min- to know. Minge gurgle. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm cutting that out. <laughs> <laughs> what the word minge gurgle? <laughs> it's not coming out. Um, minge gurgle. So, yeah, it, it was a bit of a shock, but I'm ju- I'm just glad that it's happening. To be honest, mm. and I'm I'm impressed with what is here. You know, the people. Obviously, everyone's got a bit spooked over COVID. A lot of people haven't turned up, or, or either didn't have something to show for it, or just didn't turn up and it shows but again what is here is good yeah so what was your what was your highlight of day one uh, you suck at parking and that's not me Excuse being insane yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the name of the game and it is ridiculously fun the name is pretty much as it is you have a time uh, it's like a, it, it reminds me of Peco Caravan which is that sort of weirdly not fully isometric top down cute style thing and you have uh, levels have parking spots and you get a set amount of cars a set amount of time and a set amount of fuel and you basically have to drive and park in or as near about as close to a parking space in like a parking square but if you stop it counts as parking so if you think oh, I'm going to take this corner and you brake and the car stops momentum then it counts it but it leaves your dead cars on the map so if you're stuck in a corner like I did and you've already put four cars on a hairpin bend but you, you can knock the cars into the parking space, like playing pool with cars, which is good. But uh, yeah, it, it was it was definitely a highlight for me. And can we mention that they got signed? Uh, I don't it's know. It's not confirmed, is it? Well, they, I mean... It, it was in the left field thing, which is the like indie type stuff. And as we were playing, it seems like the dev was being chatted to about signing the game, but we can't really confirm that. Yeah, I mean, but if it does, then I would be well up for purchasing now when it comes out. If if they don't have a, like a publishing deal with somebody, I'll be in, incredibly surprised because of everything that I saw today that was in the res section that that didn't have a publisher. So you know the left field part of the show floor that was the most polished, uh, the most interesting, and absolutely the most marketable. Like you could you could put a trailer up for that right now and it would do like skatebird numbers 
without having to really try. And not be shit either. <laughs> I didn't like Skatebird. I tried it the other day, and I'm glad it was on Game Pass because I played about 20 minutes and went, nope. Yeah. It's, it's an acquired taste. Um, so I think my probable like highlight would be Conway Disappearance at Dahlia View which is a game that I played just shortly before coming out it's it's weird it's like a Sherlock Holmes game but you play as this old man in a wheelchair and it's got real Alfred Hitchcock vibes so the demo starts with you looking out of a window and the game's about this old man trying to find this young girl that's gone missing. And he's basically um, investigating all of his neighbours and everyone that lives in his, in his building. And the demo starts with you looking out over this, this courtyard with this young couple acting all shifty. And you, you're basically using like a camera to zoom in and out to, to check what they're doing. So a bit like rear window. Yeah, exactly. That, that's, that's, the, that's the vibe I've got. Proper like Alfred Hitchcock rear window style vibes. And from there, it started to become a little bit like the Sherlock Holmes games. So I, I then ventured into their apartment and started to look for clues in their apartment without trying to um, make them aware. And because you're in a wheelchair, it's quite interesting. It's like a, a very interesting dy- dynamic that like a character puts a key up on a shelf because she knows you can't get it. And it's like, well, obviously I want to go behind that door then. Yeah. So it's a really interesting concept. Um don't think it's gonna like it's not revolutionary, but also it felt like a really good take on that whole investigation genre, and the art style was great. And it's coming out in like a month's time, so it's oh, coming okay. out in in, on, in November on everything. It's coming out on PC, consoles, Switch, I think. But yeah, it it looks great, and uh, it's put that firmly on my radar. Did you keep an, a list of games that you played today? I don't think I actually played that many games today. You didn't, did you? No. I did that thing where I walk around going, that looks good. And then I, I come back because people are on it. And I just end up walking around doing laps. Yeah. I don't think I actually played very much. <laughs> apart from that game we're not allowed to talk about. Yeah. Um, so we, 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 could, we can say, oh, we can we, say what we played. Yeah, yeah. We, we can't talk about anything about it. Though. We, we played Baldur's Gate 3. Which I can firmly say is a point and click turn based top down RPG. With tabletop elements. And that's no different than what you can read anywhere else. Yeah. I think I think what I would say is I'm I'm, I'm not going to break embargo on anything that we're going to we've been shown, but what I saw today has kind of convinced me that I need to invest in a better PC because I really should be playing Baldur's Gate three because it it looks great, and uh, despite getting my ass handed to me several times, I enjoyed pretty much all of what I played. So um, I did hoof a dwarf off a boat. That was funny. <laughs> And that isn't even under embargo because that's no. the last fight in the entire thing. So yeah, and it was funny. Oh, that's the one that everyone was playing, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You get a spell which is like what's it called? Enduring force. No, I can't remember what it's called. But basically, it's a Hadouken. A point, a <laughs> point blank range just kind of went. And the, the guy was like, "Oh yeah, you can you can hit him with that." And I was like, "I will." Thump! And off he went across the boat, and I was like into the water. And I was like, <laughs> "Amazing." That's right. So I kept a, a list. I don't know how many of these you played. Um, but I played Broken Roads, which is a Team 17 game. Aussie Fallout. Yeah, it looks like an Australian version of Fallout. Um, a lot of talking. It's kind of like, it felt a bit like Wasteland and Fallout. And it looked cool. And I think I'll probably be checking it out when it comes out. But um, it 
it didn't feel like it was anywhere near done, and it obviously isn't because it's not it's not coming out soon. But uh, you know, it, it's one of those games that I've got on my radar now because it does look pretty cool. Uh, you suck at parking, which you played. Yep. Uh, it's an awesome game. I mean, if, if like I say, if they if they don't get a publishing deal this weekend, I will be very surprised. Yes. Uh, Arc Runner is another one I played, which is it's about like Valorant. It looked like Valorant, but we didn't play like that. It was it was weird. It was like a, a roguelike, roguelike, ro- light, light, like or like. I can't remember which one it is. You can't even say either. No. Um, you play as this guy who who's going into an arena and he, he shoots robots and these drones and stuff, and as he does so, he collects money. But when he dies, he keeps the money, but he's cloned. But you, as you as you are cloned, you can spend money to have parts of your body redone as cybernetics. Uh, so like the the random loadouts that we were given at the start was like one was basically a human with a, a robotic leg and then the third choice was this guy has died a lot of times and been recloned a lot of times mm-hmm. and his body was basically metal with very little human left it, it was it played really nice it was like a third person shooter it's got very nice melee um, the the sword that you got given was just brilliant like hacking clone uh, like drones out of the sky very cool we stopped by and saw the trailer for Die by the Blade. Yes, the Bushido Blade style one. Um, I got really excited because I thought it was playable. It's not. But it's... If anyone's... We, we've talked about... No, we haven't talked about the cast, no. have we? Um, Bushido Blade was an odd Squaresoft series of games that was... That p- it put a lot of people off because it was weapon-based combat, but it was like one-hit kills. So funny enough, being stabbed would kill you. <laughs> but you could like sever a limb as well. So if you catch someone in like the... The leg, it would limp them and stuff like that, and it could bow down, or you could commit suicide. Uh, what's the word? Like Harry Carey, Harry Carey, or Seppuku, and all that. Um, Harry Kariri, or it's called. Is it Harry? Car- no, it's not Harry Carey, is it? Uh, Seppuku's the one where you stubby stuff in. Seppuku, yeah, yeah. But I mean, the, the trailer looked great. They they got on, on their their store. Is it Kauli? Kauli. Kauli. Yeah. It's yeah. basically modern, modern, ret- uh, modern future. Bushido Blade. It looks cool. Mm. Definitely not, want to not keep playing it. Which was annoying. Uh, also played Rally Alley Alley. Oh yeah, yep. Uh, which I sucked at because I thought I was the wrong player and I, I thought I was Greg, but actually I was just driving into trees, off on my own little screen. Well, basically this game is. Um, it's Harry Carey, you're right. Sorry. Ah, there you go. Um, you you basically have like it's a multiplayer game and at any one time. One person is driving a track and is driving that track to one of various finishing locations around this map and everyone else is chasing them and you each player has like a time limit which takes down and once you run out of time you are eliminated so basically you have to keep up with the leader uh, to go to the finishing line which they are basically deciding where it is it's it's a cool game I had a couple of games um, I played with Greg and I sucked big style, so I decided to go back a bit later on and had to go with some complete randoms and had a real good time. So, yeah, I can see that one being a really good party game. Yeah, it was. It was. It was clearly alpha build because it was a bit janky, wasn't it? There was like collision detection was all off and whatnot. But it's got elements of fun. Oh, that sounds really boring. It's it's fun. It's a good concept to find. When it when it smooths out, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Also played something called Catapult. 
which is like an endless runner. Do you know the uh, like the game with the dinosaur that you play on Chrome when you've got no internet? Yeah. Imagine that, but it's a cat, and it's made of wool. It was a very basic game, but I also spent like five minutes playing it for no reason, hmm. and it kind of just got really engrossed in it. Time sink kind of game. Yeah. Uh, it's it had that kind of uh, Flappy Bird style, just one more go feel to it. Um, I don't know when that coming out or what, what platform it's coming out on. It's in the Left Field collection. So if you're going to Rejects, go and give that a look. I also played like half an hour of Alien Fireteam. Oh, uh, yeah. Randomly. So they've got like a console arena where they've got lots of consoles set up here that you just go and play a game. Toby's favourite, Biomutant. 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 I didn't see Desperados though. Uh, would that be in the 18 plus area? Would it? Because it's not that violent. Well, I mean, it's comic violence because I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's... I, I, I'm convinced now that I need to get Alien Fireteam, but maybe once it's dropped in price a bit because I, I enjoyed what I played, but also got a bit repetitive even during the whole you need friends to play it with absolutely not I need personally friends. but yeah <laughs> just full stop <laughs> um, I went and played this game called End Light which is probably the most bizarre thing I've played today but also I'm, I'm really intrigued with what it is it's like a kind of exploration of sight and sound where you are controlling this orb that's flying through hoops and as you do so, you you like the, the the screen and the headphones just explode with sound and, and color and it's like impossible geometry going on all around you. It's just t- totally like mind blowing to play. I think the person before me turned around, handed me the headphones, and went, "This is weird." And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, it's weird," um, but. I, I actually think there's something there. Like, I, what I was playing, I was, I was like, really engrossed in. And then they had, like, a random snapshot where they started to say... You, it was, like, a bonus conversation that came up on, on screen, and it said, there once was some instructions, and then you kind of flew, flew on for a little bit more, and then it says, do you want some instructions? <laughs> and then you flew on a bit more, and he says... And then you, you basically get given this massive ream of instructions for things to do. And as you fly through that, it was like, now are you happy? And I was like, whoa, is this thing like going all meta on me about games design? And I think it might have been. I just don't think I was smart enough to understand it. So yeah. it looked awesome. Like, if you get five minutes tomorrow, I'd just sit down and have a go on it because it was like a kaleidoscope. I felt like I was tripping <laughs> properly. Wow, okay. I also played something called Core Keeper, which is like an indie version of Minecraft. But it looks like it's got a story keeping it together rather than just some crappy you've been dropped into a sandbox going do this. Everything about it screamed Minecraft. If you like that kind of stuff, keep an eye on it. It's coming out on PC and stuff next year. I played the first person shooter called Stuffed. Yeah, I didn't get around to that. We went to kind of look, didn't we? There's people on it. Yeah, it was it was busy all day. Um, it's basically Call of Duty Zombies, but you play as a, a cuddly teddy bear and there are gnomes evil robots evil rubber ducks and stuff attacking this girl's house so you basically shoot the gnomes with like makeshift weapons and it basically feels like Call of Duty to play just without all the production values so right. um, it's very much like zombies after you've killed so many gnomes you can upgrade your weapon and stuff like that it was fun it was colourful um, 
I get the feeling this might be something that my kids could play, despite the fact that they keep, you know, Daddy, can I play Call of Duty Zombies? No, here's the, the kids. Kids have got really deep voices. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's all the coal mine. Yeah. Coal mine. Hi, Dad. Uh, so, yeah, that, that was stuffed. I played. So, I went around to the NFTS stuff, which is like the National Film and Television School. They've got a couple of games here from their game design class. And I played two of those. I played Harp Song, which is a narrative adventure set in ancient Ireland, which looked amazing. And it was built in Unity, but looked exactly like Unreal. Like, I could not believe that the game was not in. Or would, like would you say it looked unreal? It did. Yeah. It, it looked very nice. And I'm only here for the shit puns. I don't actually play the video games. <laughs> Greg's here for the beer. Yeah. Um, Doesn't really count. I've got to buy my own. <laughs> I'm on a WKD. There's no, in, there's no industry party. Boo. Yeah. It's another thing we're going to miss out on this year. This is, this was the year I thought we might be able to actually go to an industry party. I know. I know. I we there isn't one. Schmooze our way in because there's not a lot of people here. It turns out there's not a lot of anything here. This this harp song was cool. Looked really cool. You got a, f- a female protagonist, um, and you basically touch this magic harp, and you get given like powers. So I was like flying across uh, like bodies of water, and the the harp songs were talking to the the lead character. It was interesting, and I'd like to see where it goes next. Uh, if it gets made into a full game, because I know these are like student projects, but if it gets made into a full game, I'll absolutely be there because it looked great. I played Gravity Commando, which is also an, an, an FTS game, which is a first-person shooter, but with a right-click uh, uh, on the mouse, you flip gravity. So basically, you're constantly like bouncing from the ceiling to the floor, and vice versa, to shoot bad guys. Yeah. And you can also change like gravity on items, like so. There's these crates and stuff that, like, obviously, if you're on the ceiling now. And there are crates stuck to the ceiling. You can remove the gravity, and they will fall, and, and you know they will crush bad guys. Oh, that's cool. A bit like that inversion game. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a, a cool idea. It was very slick, very smooth. Uh, I got a bit turned around at times. I think there's like there's some air vents that just felt like completely out of place. Like I fell fell down one, and then it was like, huh, okay. Uh, I don't know what I'm doing here because I can't really look around. But you know. For the most part, it, it looked cool, played very well. And the last game I played today was called Back for Blood. Oh, that one? Yeah. Uh, it's not for me, that. No? No. Oh. I, it, it, I think I'm, I'm, I might have been, become too accustomed to playing Nazi Zombie Army. Ah. I just didn't, like, the shooting felt fine, but it just felt so chaotic and... Maybe it was because I was just playing with complete randoms and they were like running around. There was also one bot in there for some reason. But it, it just it just felt too chaotic. It didn't feel like I was actually doing anything like a, like with a team. But I guess when you get back to home and you can play with everyone else who's currently reviewing the game, you can get a better opinion of it. So that was it. That was Res, uh, EGX day one. It felt like Res... Yeah, EGX Res 1.5. Yeah, yeah, I'd say we call it that. I might actually play some games tomorrow. If you are coming down to EGX, don't be disparaged, because there is a lot of stuff that they're here that I think that 
maybe we're not interested in. Like, so, like, there's a big Virgin Media oh, booth. God. <laughs> it's got a lot of Fall Guys stuff on there. It's, it's so much push for Fall Guys, I don't understand why. It's big, man. It's, but it's not very good. <laughs> well, you know. It's a very pointless flash in the pan that's been elevated to cult status. Squid Games. Yeah. Um... You know, there's there's plenty of stuff here. There's a there's an ice cream truck. There's a bar. <laughs> plenty of board games. Some shops. Um, super rare games are here, and they've got a booth and they've got like a demo running as well. So don't be too discouraged. Discouraged if you are thinking about coming down either you know Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Just uh, just know that you know this isn't the same as every other EGX that we've ever had before. I don't think. It's the first event we've had back in this country for games, and it's gonna it's gonna be weird. Yeah. But yeah. Any other final thoughts on this? Nah. Let's say don't don't let us put you off. I mean, I sound like I'm being negative because I haven't played very much, but it's still an enjoyable event. I just need to sit down and play some games. Hmm. But uh, yeah, come on down, enjoy it. Say hello to us because we're awesome. Well, yeah. There's a fifty fifty chance of us being awesome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, some of us got us up very early this morning for a for a workout. Well, someone was dumb enough to agree to come with me. That's true. And one of us pissed himself. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was nearly going to mention that at the start, but it wasn't me, by the way. No, it was me. I'm going to own up to it now, just so that like when it gets mentioned in future podcasts, that that people know. I wasn't going to bring it up. I genuinely wasn't, but you've just. It up. Look, I'm gonna. I'm just, so it's gonna come up one day. The fact that I stood in the Princess Royal Prince, Prince Regent Prince Regent station, station when we were thirty seconds away from the hotel. <laughs> okay, so we went drinking. We went to a few bars. I hadn't been to the toilet in quite some time. Almost made it back to the hotel. Couldn't. Just could not. It was, it was, just... the, it was the bridesmaid style moment. Of, don't look at me. <laughs> um, well, I got mugged off and bought a vest that I don't want. Yes, you did. I'm wearing it now. I, not... We went to a really cool bar called the Black Heart in Camden, and I thought they were selling sleeveless T-shirts, which I like for the gym. And I said to them, "Is it sleeveless?" Yeah, 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 yeah. And then she finally got them out, and I said, "You know, is it?" She went, "Yeah, yeah." Then the trim under the armpit. I said, "Is it quite baggy?" Because you know, they're not invest because they get right up in your armpits. And she went, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, yeah." And she said, "Oh, yeah, it's quite a loose fit." And I was like, "Yeah, I love a large day." And then someone fucking bought it and just went, "It's a vest." And I'm not exactly going to go, you know, I'm not going to go, excuse me, can I have a refund, please? So I spent 15 quid on a fucking vest I don't really want. But I'm wearing it now because I nap in it. You look good anyway. There you go. Oh, you. <laughs> so, yeah. Are we going to push these beds together later on? Yeah. Well, they're on wheels, so they're probably just going to roll around anyway. <laughs> For activities. Whee. Well, that's cool today there, and uh, we'll try and do a report again from tomorrow, wherever we play, and uh, if you are coming down, come and say hi. We're lovely, really. Want to say bye? Bye. Me too. Bye. <laughs>